It's a shame you opened that back because that is pretty powerful sour cream. <laughs> Sorry. No, no it's bad. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Breathe unto me. Where's this? Oh, you can unwrap the steelbook. Oh, yeah, I unwrapped it already. Oh, no. Sorry. No, that's going to be a big thing. Oh, sorry. Speaking of big things, welcome to Are You Movie Mad? I am Andrew Jones and I'm asking Johnny Ellis here. Hello. If he is movie mad. Yep. About different films each week. Films he's not seen for his sins. Films I have seen for my sins. And I will teach him how to love cinema properly. And this week we're doing Ring of Fire. Is that right? Yeah, Don the Dragon Ball. (laughs) I think we should just do a minute by minute of Ring of Fire. That's what we should turn this podcast into. Or we can do what we're doing this week, which is the musical hit, Extravaganza, <laughs> yeah, musical. Paul Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Um, Why is it a musical? Well, it's a musical because my mum said so. Why did your mother think it was this, this film was a musical? What well, gave her that impression? We we went up north. Up last north? Year. Yeah, last year before Christmas. We went up north and you saw a musical called Boogie Nights <laughs> and you went to go and saw it and you didn't realise what it was about and you went, oh, this is and, well, an interesting performance piece. Me and my dad were in the shop and we spotted that and I spotted a steelbook of Boogie Nights, which mm-hmm. I've brought with me here. It is and, um, steelbooky. And what we do is if, if we both see a steelbook that I'd like I give it to him he buys it and gives it to mum to give to me for Christmas or birthday okay but there's she a flow chart going yeah she doesn't know that I know <laughs> so like we got in the car and he sort of snuck, snuck it in the back and <laughs> this is like a this is daddy ocean's <laughs> most basic plan and um and and then a few weeks later she mentioned she's like oh you didn't see it but your dad gave me a steelbook that he thought you'd like I said to him why would he like that and I was like, oh, I wonder what it could be, Mum. And she goes, oh, well, I don't think you'll like it. And she goes, I won't tell you what it is, but it, it's a musical. And I was like, knowing it's Boogie Nights, thinking, what, what numbers are in Boogie Nights? What, what, music, what does John C. Riley sing in Boogie Nights? Is it Mr. Cellophane? <laughs> well, why would he sing Mr. Cellophane? Because it captures any kind of liquids that are <laughs> spotted onto it. Oh, there's the one. Because this is, if it was a musical, this would be a musical that contains strong sex, sex references, violence, hard drug use, and language. Well, which sounds like musical. my kind of musical. It's not a musical if it doesn't include that. No. I mean, Hairspray was all about that stuff. John Waters <laughs> can't be trusted with kids. <laughs> not because... Oh, dear. Now I just feel like that came off homophobic as opposed to, you know, Moonlighty. Well, I mean, just listen to su- Summer Lovin'. We're having a blast. Yeah. Summer Lovin'. Happens so fast. That's the problem with that. Happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, Boogie Nights. I don't know what to expect. If if it's not a musical, I'm going to be disappointed. Slightly disappointed. Um, now we've got three copies here. Three copies. I've got two copies. I own two copies two myself. Copies. None and of them are still book. book. Um, and one DVD is sort of more Shows straightforward. The film. Yeah. And what do you got... see? Well, I've got, um, well, I've got, oh, Mark Wahlberg, yeah, I know Mark Wahlberg. Mm, yeah, Marky Mark. Don Cheadle, that was Don, not Don Cheadle. Um... Yeah, that's Don Cheadle, the white guy there. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Is Don Cheadle. But that's... Burt Reynolds, famous for playing Don Cheadle in Smoking <laughs> the Bandit. <laughs> um, and the yeah, got... House of Lies. <laughs> you've got Burt Reynolds, and then in one circle. Yeah. Then you've got Heather Graham and, and... Mark Wahlberg. Right. In another cycle, and then you got 
That can't be Heather, Heather Graham again. No, it can't be, but that is Heather Graham. Is it? So, who is the other so, one? All right, so the other one's not Heather Graham. Touch, touch that girl's face a little bit more delicately as you do it. Don't poke um, at it. <laughs> That's a line from the film. <laughs> um, who is it? Oh, is it Julianne Moore? It might be Julianne Moore. All right. You know what they say about Julianne Moore in this... She's forgetful. In this movie. Well, they say more, more, more. <laughs> Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore. It's a very meta musical. <laughs> There's a lot of... There's <laughs> just a lot of songs about the cast. The uh, the second and third... Reynolds of Fire. Um, look more interesting, because it's very cartoony, and I'd like it to be a cartoon. <laughs> oh, um, if they rotoscope this film. <laughs> if this was a scanner darkly, just, you know. And here you've got... Cox. Right, you, you've got uh, Mark Wahlberg unzipping right. his trousers on the front here. As a musical would have you believe. I'm assuming it's a musical about pornography. Um, and then you've got Don Cheadle. Not Don Why do I keep... Wait, because he's a black woman. <laughs> this is like Medea's... Don Bert, Cheadle does Medea. Burt Reynolds. And is that... <laughs> next love... next to Burt Reynolds. I, yeah. Is that um, Harvey Keitel? My... Yeah, it's Harvey Keitel, but from this era, which is strange because this yeah, is from 1996. It does... <laughs> and it looks like... So, yeah, Harvey Keitel decided to so go back 90, in time. From direct line... During the direct line adverts, he actually went back in time and filmed Boogie Nights. <laughs> so it took two years for, for Harvey Keitel to go from the wolf to... <laughs> well, they filmed, that. they filmed that in, you know, 1993. Oh, so yeah. It took three years. But he was doing press and stuff in 94, so... Yeah. So he still looked... Oh, he was still in character, yeah. you were saying. Yeah, always. He didn't drop the character to the DVD commentary. I don't know who that would be then. Michael Caine? No. Yes, yeah, Michael Caine. Hello. My name's Michael Caine. Um, and I'm going to do a serious movie with Burt Reynolds. Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm going in style in cinemas this week. Right, well, Zach Raff. You got... Um, Zach Raff. You got Dom Cheadle here. Why? Because he's black. You think the only black person in this film Sorry, is Sorry, no, Cheadle? that's, that's uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's um, Burt Reynolds, thank you. Heather Graham. Burt Reynolds in blackface, by the way. <laughs> Heather Graham next to him. Right, because she's a woman. Yep. I don't know who these two people are. One of them's holding One of them the looks exactly... Looks, one of them is a very good image of the actor. The other one is not a good image of the actor. Well, the one on the right with the nunchucks looks a bit like Harrison Ford. Right. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. It does actually look like Harrison Ford, you got that right, which is weird, because Harrison Ford has nothing to do with this film. But you pointed at Burt Reynolds. Is that not Burt Reynolds? That's Burt Reynolds. That is Burt Reynolds, okay. Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, no, the... I wasn't pointing. I didn't notice the woman at the end. I wasn't pointing, I was doing, trying to move the oh, still right. because you were, moving, you were moving it in front of the microphone, so oh, your voice was blah, 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 blah. Well, basically. Um... What a lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> Baby Nights. I have no idea who these two are. I'm a star. Are. You're a big, bright, shining star. <laughs> Look good. Feel good, Gotham. But then we come to another woman. That and that could be Heather Graham. <laughs> Wait, are you saying there are more Heather Graham's in this picture? Or are you confusing I, the two actresses? And then at the very end, she got someone with long hair. So that could be Heather Graham. That's not Heather Graham. That's a man. That's a no, man. That's, that's Philip Seymour of... Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, I'm in this film as well. Oh. It's his character. <laughs> I'm going to make it come out of three years. Is that happiness? Yeah. yeah. Happiness. Uh, episode so. three. Oh, oh. oh I'm going to make me her synecdoche. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Can you have, have an older version of him just walk past the set at one point? 
Oh, I'm gonna make an entire version of life inside of her vagina. Oh, I'm gonna make her. I'm gonna make a play inside of her ears. Oh no! Oh. I've got I've got flashbacks to Synecdoche now, and just that whole just a little person world inside a world inside One person. a world. Oh, no. In There's a, a warehouse in a where oh no of many different people who are not aware of me. I do my little job, I live my little life. Eat my little meals, miss my little kid and wife. Um I've no idea who the so there's one, two, three, four, five people I don't know who they are. William H. Macy. Oh Now if you know William H. Macy's in it, can you switch which one is the, the one spitting the must- image of William H. Macy? One of the must- exactly. That looks a lot like William H. Macy. I think it's just because he's got Bigger hair. Yeah, it's puffier it hair. Everyone's got puffier hair in this strange. thing. In real life. And the other one. John C. Riley. Oh, yes, it's Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> and when you watch this film, remember every time he has a scene, he's going to wreck it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. Just um, imagine him screaming, I'm going to wreck it before every take. Okay. <laughs> in character as well. Who's the woman on the far left? Is that important to you? Is it important to the film? It's probably important to the film, but is it important to you? Um, yeah. Let's say yes. Okay, I can point out the name. Oh, Nicole Parker. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got to say on that. She's um, the Ruby D of this movie. What's your covers? Your cover got an inside cover. Yeah, because it's Canadian. So oh, in right. the cover oh, version so there, look, in, that one, uh, have... in in French, this in French Canadian, it's a Nudity in Diablis. Version Francie, Francois de Bouguinais. So you can watch my Canadian version in French. Ooh, look, there's people inside. Oh, okay. there are people inside. There are humans inside. There's Nicole Parker. Right. God, she looks like Nicole Parker does. Oh, I love so seeing Nicole Parker. Is that who I thought was Harvey Keitel? Yeah. I've and no who's idea. next to that? There's a guy there who's not even on the cover. One of our favourite actors of all time. Narrator of, of Magnolia, perhaps. God, I don't even know. He looks familiar, but I don't know the name. I don't know. It's fine. Who is it? No, it's fine. Who is it? It's fine. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you if you don't. Oh, look. There's another thing on the back here. Is that Heather Graham kissing Mark Wahlberg? Could be. <laughs> I don't even know. It's Julian fucking Moore. Julian, no, sorry. Because they're women. All they white, all look the same. All white women look the same to you. You racist. Um, right, who else have we got? Well, Julian Moore's wearing a green dress. Is that significant? Yeah. Because she's a leprechaun. There was someone, like, looking creepily in the middle there. Sorry. I have no idea. Do you reckon that could be Billy Make? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Anything else? I have a feeling. It doesn't look like a picture from Almost Famous. Mark Wahlberg looking like that. <laughs> How young <laughs> it he does, looks. doesn't it? Yeah. I'm hoping a good soundtrack. It's Paul um, Thomas Anderson, so yeah. you know you've got that. I'm expecting. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Why do I keep mixing up Burt Reynolds with Don Cheadle? Um, it's progressive, at least. What I love about Burt Reynolds is when he was willing to appear in Ocean's films with everyone and do that Cockney accent. He was willing to give up his guard of being a secure actor who wanted to be the top star. And just um, go with the flow. Well, I think he's going to be the director, because he's sat in the director's chair. The director no, Paul Thomas Anderson's director, it says so. Yeah, no, no, no. And directed by <laughs> P.T. Anderson. <laughs> 
Um, no, he's going to be the director of the pornographic films. The, oh, the so film. you think this one's about pornography? Yeah. What do you know about Boogie Nights? I thought you were going to ask, what do I know about pornography? <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, what do I know about Boogie Nights? Well, I know it's set in the 70s. Right. I'm going to say 73, because 73 is usually the year that things are set in. If it's in the 70s, it would usually be 73. What about 1776? No, I mean... <laughs> what if this was a pornography about the Declaration of Independence? I'm going to declare my independence from the uh, vagina November. pulls out. <laughs> they still haven't announced who's playing Hamilton. They have. Have they? Yeah. They haven't? They have. Who? Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> why like? Why like? <laughs> the ghost of Philip Seymour Hoffman's going to come on. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to throw away my shot. Make it come out your wrist. <laughs> How do I say no to this? <laughs> How many jokes are back? It's been a long time yeah, coming. Been... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman so much. We all do. He was so much fun when he was ejaculating on things. <laughs> Walls, post-it notes. Walls, ice cream. Oh, I'm going oh. to make you ice cream. Oh. I'm going to make you Krispy Kreme. Oh, filling. I did that, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I'm the White Ranger. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what can make up two and a half hours of Boogie Nights. I don't know what the plot could be. I assume... Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Right, so I assume Marky Mark is, is going to... It's gonna, the first half is going to be him going into the porn business somehow. Like he's a he's a fresh kid, just moved away from home and gets mixed up in all this. And the second half and is then, him pulling out of the porn industry. <laughs> and then the third part is back in. Um, out and in and out. And then shake it all about. Yeah. Um, he does a hokey pokey. I think drugs. Yeah, drugs are going to be involved. He's going to be. He's going to be a um, porn star, come drug dealer. You really were happy with being able to grim- use grammar correctly. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play to you. Yep. Um, but Stop no, opening excited. and closing if you can, because it's not good for audio. I'm, I'm just proving that there is something in my hands. Moonlight. <laughs> I'm excited, though. I, I, I've been looking forward to this one for a good while. Yeah, so how were you with Magnolia now, sitting with it for the last couple of months? Um... Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I kind of like it. Kind of liked it. Yeah. I don't remember it. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was great. was going to dropkick fucking dogs. Right, yeah, yeah. That was fun. They all want to wise up. And they sing about it. The musical number. Two oh. of rousing. <laughs> it's raining frogs, hallelujah. Oh, God, yeah. Raining frogs. I saw that. I saw it coming. Oh, so did Boogie I. Nights. I remember, I remember train, being proud train, of myself then. Train the cock, tame the cunt. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, more cruise. I've sucked so many cocks. Julian Moore. He was. I believe he's also a line in this film. But not delivered as a depressing line, but delivered as a positive line. Does Tom Cruise turn up in this, maybe? Are there any oh. cameos? Are there any big cameos in this? <laughs> There's a big cameo in it. <laughs> Tom Hanks pops up and he goes, uh, you know, I'm an adult now. <laughs> I can fuck anything. <laughs> He plays Zoltar. 
can't ask a stupid question and not expect a stupid <laughs> answer. Are you movie mad? Yes, I am. I well, don't already spoil it. You have not seen. You've got two and a half hours to prove you are. Be interesting if this isn't actually my type of thing when we come back to it. Yeah, but we'll find out I mean, in a couple two, of minutes. So two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. But I, I think at least a good soundtrack that I'll be wanting to listen to as soon as I get home. Right. Um. And I don't know, Paul Thomas Anderson. I'm still iffy on. Yeah, yeah, you've not quite... seen this early stuff. Yeah, this is this will be the earliest you've seen. I'm guessing. Yeah, what else has he done? Hard Eight was Hard the Eight first I've not seen that, which is not as good. It's um, got a good opening and then it kind of withers away. And it's only ninety minutes. It just feels longer than this. There's that Adam Sandler film, Punch Drunk Love, I which watched, watched again recently. Still not a big fan of that one, but there's some beautiful moments in it. It was um, the, it was the guilty pleasure. For, you know, I go to see Mark Hermode every month, your favourite film critic. Yeah. Um, he Beloved had, human. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, he Quiff had beast. Your man from Their Finest. The man from Uncle. Hugh Grant. <laughs> no, 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 Their Finest. What's, it, what's his name? Mr. Jim Martin. It was just Jim Martin with a moustache <laughs> going, Hello! The I'm man. definitely a man! I don't know who else is in it. You don't know who else? No. Oh, Bill Nye. Yes. Really? Yeah. You yeah. saw Bill Nye. Yeah. He's a man who's always escaped my grasp. Yeah. He was like grasping out for him for ages. He was like two rows in front. Of did me. you? Did when he came up? Did you look at your watch and go, "About time"? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Sure did you ask a question and go, "Love"? Actually. <laughs> is, that, is that what you want to meet him for? Just to work in puns. I, I want to meet him. At the old location of the New of the World, but underneath it, I want to be underworld with him. <laughs> Bill um, Nye jokes! <laughs> I want to show him, my dad has a uh, collection of rare metallic soldiers, and I want to show him my dad's army. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you not want to meet him on a boat? I want, to, I want him to see my radio. Right. Which I still, illegally, <laughs> in America only. <laughs> But it is on a boat, which I find sways back and forth. And uh, you could say that it rocked. Listen, so you want him to listen to your pirate radio on the boat of Vox? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You get got 25 that minutes. Years. I haven't seen that in years. I remember loving that film. Yeah. It's a really nice piece of work. I like Richard Curtis, except for Love Actually. That is a pile of shit. Have you seen Love Actually? Uh, no. Red Nice Day, actually? No. No. No, because Love Actually, again, is a pile of shit. And I love... Uh, did Hugh Grant return? Yeah. Of course he did, because it's for charity. But the best thing Hugh Grant's done in the last two years? His dancing in Florence Foster Jenkins. He's <laughs> the uh, fucking... Uh, he should have got an Oscar nomination for that film. He's, he's just... Oh, he did he's, get a couple of nominations, didn't he? A couple for... of bits and pieces, but he is the emotional crux of that film. And yet Meryl Streep gets a nomination when he is the whole bloody film. And Simon Helberg is fantastic too. I that film is wonderful. I didn't really rate it that much. I love it. Like, it was fine. I watched it, was... it again and I was like, no, this is brilliant. It's a brilliant, funny, sweet, emotional, upbeat film. It's gorgeous. It's like a hologram for the king. These are two very human, beautiful movies. Again, hologram for the king. I think I gave that four. Number five. Five star film. But it's got a bit of a show in it. I think we should see Power Rangers again. But with, imagine Ben Whishaw in every character. In every character, not as every character. Still not over Power Rangers. 
I'll never be over Power Rangers. Go. Go. <laughs> it's morphing time. <laughs> Rita. Oh, Rita. I was talking to the friend that liked it. Who you I have had a friend one, that liked it. Yeah, who, had, right, who gave me the one good review. Right, uh, yeah, disconnect And I them. said to her, my God, it was dire. And she goes, you mean in a good way? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and, and then she I... said, um, but Liam Neeson was good in it. <laughs> Liam Neeson wasn't in it. No, but he, he was really good in it for choosing to not take up the role. Yeah. He was offered it and he said, no, I think I'll kill myself. Imagine. <laughs> That's my as we Oh no, concert. sorry, I've got to do Red Nose Day actually instead. Sorry. Oh yeah, he was on that. But yep. I'll find you and kill you if you say I'm in it. <laughs> it's what I do now on the phone. To be sure. Do you think he gets, do you think he gets uh, I'm Irish by the way? That, like, constantly. He is Irish, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm, I'm confirming I'm still Michael Irish. Collins. In case you thought my American accent was so good. It's very good. I'll do it now. Hello! <laughs> I'm an American. Good morning to you. Good day. Definitely American. I will have a Guinness. Shit, a Budweiser. You're definitely American. Very American. You can't tell, can you? Are you sure? Oh, to be sure. <laughs> I have two things in my life that are so American. I have my faith and my Bagora. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> So Brooklyn Heights. No, quickly remove your friend. Yep, I will. Never. I will. That's a suppressive person. <laughs> okay. Praise an enabler. Praise Zeno the repulsor. Yeah, she didn't like Whiplash. I don't know why. She loved uh, Birdman. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Great yeah. cartoon. Gary Cole, fantastic. <laughs> Hysterical, in fact. Um, why? I don't know. Are you... In contact. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. I'm sorry, but if you are listening, <laughs> get better attitude about films because Whiplash is the best film of the last time. Perfect. Minutes. Second best after Social Power Network. Rangers. Oh. <laughs> God. Social Network was 2010, so you can count it as the last is decade. It's just me who's been um, really craving a Krispy Kreme. Ever since seeing Power Rangers. I don't know why. I do, because it's now uh, officially called Krispy Kreme again. <laughs> the April Fool's fooled us all, thinking it's Krispy Kreme, and they were writing it cream as in cream, the actual band name, cream. Right. But no, it was just an April Fool's they were doing two days early, and it's still Krispy Kreme Is with double K. It can't be an April Fool's if you do it. No, well, early. it can't. Well, it can be, because they're the same company who think they can spend a lot of money and be in Power Rangers and then do a thing where they think they're going to change their name. It's like, no. You've already spent millions on that. Yeah. The April Fool was you making us watch a movie. <laughs> which Elizabeth Banks lovingly eats a donut. Yeah. And I've said that before about other films, but that was euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> would you watch Elizabeth Banks lovingly eat a donut? Euphemistically. No. No? No? If it was, uh, you know, the Pitch Perfect cast <laughs> in the roles of Boogie Nights and she was there. Lovely eating donuts. What is she in coming up? Is she in something else that's coming up? Or am I just putting her as repulsor in every film? You're probably putting her as repulsor in every film. You're thinking, you know what? That lead character in Transformers 5, the girl, who they're desperately trying to present, look, it's a teenage girl and she's going to be the uh, female representation you need in this franchise, which spent the last... Only shot from the bottom. (laughs) The last four films staring at young women. 
Yeah. Opening up with the third film by watching a young woman in her underwear crawl up a staircase in 3D. Of course. You know, spent the last film having out with a girl who was told clearly she's underage throughout, but she's got an older boyfriend and they've got the Romeo and Juliet deal. <laughs> and that's an official law and someone really had to go on the internet and find out this stuff because mm-hmm. they're obsessed. You know, Aaron Kruger, co-writer of Ghost in the Shell. What, hold on, there's, an, there's a Romeo and Juliet. Look. Yeah, if you're in love before you're both, you know, 18 in America, and one of you goes over 18, you can still fuck. Right. Right, yeah. No, that's what Transformers Age of Extinction told us. Okay. That's what. That's the education we got from a big budget movie was, hey, young people, jailbait. Why is it called Romeo and Juliet deal, though? Because he was slightly older. They never boned... And they totally did. Well, have you? You've not seen no, the version hold I made. On. They weren't slightly older. They were. One was much fourteen. Of, no, Romeo was older. How old was he? He was like sixteen or seventeen. He was a scamp, and he was going younger. Mm. Yeah, he was a teenage rapscallion, but he was an older teenager. Spotlight. He was a rebel without a cause. Do you know what I meant to meant to tell you? Because I just came back from Ireland. And I did actually, I asked... Wait, where Liam Neeson apparently is from. I only found that out today, so I'm really excited about this news. Um, it's like finding out Russell Crowe's from New Zealand. Unfortunately, I didn't get time to go to any shops or anything, so I was only there for a couple of days. But I did actually, I asked my nan about... Um, and she was so like confused by it. shortage. No, I, There's a potato shortage. There's a potato famine. I was going to get you a, uh, a really nice souvenir, and I, I was asking her if there was any way I could get um, a... A book of the dio- diocese of the town, you know, a book of uh, what do you call it? A census directory. Oh, oh, okay. A priest's directory. Oh, <laughs> I right. Gonna, I I was honestly going to get you one, but I, they the don't only souvenir to... I need is you. Oh, uh-huh. but That's I would just like what to the know. Say. I would like to know who was on sick leave. <laughs> yeah, so I can find them and hear their stories. Priest can never I was be sick as well. <laughs> like, do you imagine, like... Geomatic. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a priest. Can you imagine, like, if you're a priest and you, uh, actually, you've actually got the flu or something. Wine. <laughs> and you've actually got the flu or something. So you get a <laughs> replacement in now. And they're like, oh, where's the old one? Oh, he's, he's off on sick leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? I'll fucking kill him. His next pass is just like the whole congregation staring daggers into him. There's five rows of benches of pews at the front that are completely empty. Everyone's <laughs> shuffling backwards. Oh, who wants to come off and get baptized? <laughs> Fuck off! You don't touch my child. Every time we give someone wine, they spit it back in his face. I know what's in here. This is blessed by you. I know what oh, makes it so God. holy. I know what you're doing here late in night. God. My Irish accent's getting a bit too broad, I apologise. Sometimes I don't understand what I'm doing. Shall we watch Boogie Nights? I mean, I'll stick with the Irish accent for a while. Go on then. To celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Go on, go on, go on. Uh, April Fool's, it's not St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) We're recording this episode on April Fool's Day. Yes. But it's after midday. And so you can't feed me or... Uh, It's only after midday here. Yeah, no. But we're here. We're not in Ireland. We're not in Ireland anymore, we're not, Toto. We're not in, not in Ireland where there's a two and a half hour time difference. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Let's start this film because I'm excited. I can see. 
I got talking about priests and now I'm excited. <laughs> Moonlight. Everyone's given one special thing, right? Everyone's blessed with one special thing. I want you to know I plan on being a star. A big, bright, shining star. Eddie Adams from Torrance. Yep. Jack Horner, filmmaker. I make you exotic pictures. In 1977, a kid from nowhere made me think about your name. My name, yeah. Something a little pizzazz. Dirk Diggler. Good name. I like your name a lot. Had a dream of getting somewhere. Jack Horner has found something special in newcomer Dirk Diggler. So let me just pop in this A-track, and you just give a listen to him what you think, OK? It was a time when disco was king. These are the ones. These are great. Yeah, those are really cool. Are they lizard? No, they're Italian. Do you like my shoes? They're pretty cool. Sex was safe. Woohoo! <laughs> Pleasure was a business. Cut. Terrific. Nice work. And business was booming. And the award for best newcomer goes to Mr. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> Wow. Goodbye, 1979. Hello, 1980. Are you ready? But in 1980... Come on, you puppies! The party was over. You are fired! What? what? You're fired! <laughs> it's jealousy, it's deceitfulness, it's vindictiveness. But, I mean, God, what can you expect when you're on top? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Love this part. New Line Cinema presents... A portrait of two decades in the life of a business, the days of a dreamer, and the nights in between. Boogie Nights. Musicals. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Essentially, it was a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour cocktease. But as you would expect for this kind of film, it has a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been waiting to do that one for a long time. Spotlight. For 13 inch time. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that was uh, deeper than I was expecting. Spotlight, of course. <laughs> it's a given. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what did you expect? In that term. I don't know. I expected something more light-hearted. A little bit of romp. Yeah. A Randy romp. Randy a romp. romp. And like, I know... By the way, have you seen Randy romp lately? No. Oh, he is terrible. His comic work is just... He's racist now. He just does racist stuff. He comes out there and he's like the, the blacks. Yay Brexit. Vote Trump. Awful. Oh. He used to be great. He used to be great. Now he's just this terrible... Randy romp. Randy romp. I don't know whether that's the kind of... He's a club comedian. Just... Is he? Yeah. <laughs> go to the working men's clubs, have your pint, your smoke, and you go see Randy Romp. <laughs> Randy Romp, he's going to talk to you about he's everything northern. that's, you know, really annoying. Oh, of course he's northern. He's Randy Romp. <laughs> My name's Randy Romp. Fun the Blacks. To say. <laughs> he's, 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 he's touring on a show called Fuck the Blacks. Of course. Yeah, but he doesn't like them sexually. <laughs> um... But yeah, I know, I know. Paul Thomas Anderson directed it. So PT Anderson, Anders, PTA, um, Parent Teacher Association directed it. So I shouldn't have expected 
something light. He doesn't do light. Does Punch he? Drunk Love is quite light. That's the, like the. That's his whimsical, quirky the, piece of. I'm not uh, seeing all the stuff, but I'm assuming that's the lightest thing he's done. Yes. Well, ooh, I and mean, Hair Vice is very light. It's long, but it's very like fleeting. Yeah. It's, oh, kind of, it's getting, liquid rather than solid. I, <laughs> I remember getting excited about um, Inherent Vice because uh, Johnny and June were getting back on screen. There's nothing. I mean, the first time I saw it, it was really entertaining. But it helped the fact that it was a big crowd there and we were watching it at 35, on PTA's personal 35 that he was like, mm-hmm. very, you know, oh, look at this. And he was there. Was that at PCC? Yeah. PTA at the PCC. PTA at the PCC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it it whizzed by pretty quickly. Yeah, I was trying to check the clock early on and figured out oh, we've got two and a half hours. You know, this is going to be. Yeah, I love the film, but yeah. I will be checking it every so often because it's we've got two and a half hours to go still. And then it came to the credit figure. I never looked at the clock. Yeah, which is weird. I think I looked once or twice, and it was like an hour and a half later. And I was like, "Geez, yeah, doesn't feel like no. it." No, it's, um, it's a very nice flubbing piece yeah. of work. Yeah. So, what, so what is Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights, and they didn't use the song, which no. I was surprised by. No. Why would you? Because it's called Boogie Nights. Right. Well, why would you would use the song? That's like going to see a Bill Murray film set in <laughs> both Los Angeles and Afghanistan and using a song that he might want to use based on the title of the film, but they choose not to. Why would you, why would you expect that? Let's go cast Stevens instead, shall well, we? Of course. It's not time to make a change, okay? <laughs> Just relax, take it easy. You're still young. It's That's not, my fault. It's your fault. There's a lot you have to know. Find a girl, settle down. Can if I take it marry. easy? Oh, can I marry you? Yeah. Look at me. I'm old, but I'm happy. <laughs> How can I try to explain? When I do, you talk, you walk away again. I'm not going to continue. You know what? This bit has gone on for way too long. Were you once like I was now? Like I am now, rather. Wait, who's the father? Who's the son in this situation? We this can is, we can flip. This is some interesting roleplay. I'm down with it. Spotlight. Well, no, no I was I was still. <laughs> I said, were you once like I am now? Yeah. You, but you you were confused if you were switching or not. You were confused. In, in... <laughs> I'm confused now. Oh, Boogie Nights. Um, it's about... Uh, what was his name before he was Dirk Diggler? Eddie. Eddie. Eddie Money. Eddie Munster. Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Um, is a young 17-year-old. He, he has five children and he is it. <laughs> yes. Yes. He is Ocean's 13 in- Inches. It's <laughs> twelve, but you know, this is not a twelve-inch dick. This is more. What's the kid's name in it? With the clown, little Pennywise. No, no. The, the baby clown. <laughs> Hello. No, I kid. also float down here. It's <laughs> not, it's not Billy, it. is it? You've not seen it. Why would I watch? Yeah, why would I, it's five odd hours? Yeah, that's true. It's made for TV. I don't watch five hours made for TV crap. If I'm going to watch Tim Curry, I'm going to watch it properly. You know. Home Alone 2. In suspenders. Lost in New York. Singing about a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. I don't know that one. No. You've seen... You must have. I've seen please. the Rob Schneider classic, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah, no, but please, 
Please tell me you've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, from yeah, Fox okay. last year. Wonderful, no. wonderful production. <laughs> no, no. Let's do this on You have. You've seen the original, the best. The 70s version. No, but I've seen most episodes of The Crystal Maze. Does that count? <laughs> don't, don't, the... don't do this to me. Really? You've seen it, haven't you? You have seen it. I've seen other Susan Sarandon films. <laughs> you've, you've seen... The Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've seen Meatloaf in various forms. Have you not seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? I don't know whether... Because we might have to do an episode. I've seen The Perks of Being a Wallflower many times. <laughs> Who's in The Perks of... Who's in that? They in... dress up and they do oh, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. But they don't you do You get Ezra Miller thing. doing the whole thing that you did. <laughs> I do every, a... every night. <laughs> Picture you put up on Facebook years ago that has haunted me. <laughs> It's your, white. It's, your, it's your background on your phone. It's my um, foreground on my phone. <laughs> so, that's what Bo- Boogie Nights is. Boogie Nights Boogie is a Nights. wonderful musical, as you yes, say, starring Tim musical. Curry, Susan Sarandon, and oh, I'm forgetting the guy's Meatloaf. name. Not just Meatloaf, the guy. Oh. Yeah. No one cares about him. No, well, you do care about him, because, oh, God, he's the guy from other, so many other things. He's had a legitimately decent career. He's in Southland Tales. Ooh. Because everyone's in Southland Tales. And it's not uh, Christopher Lambert, which would be great. Ah, uh, if only on TV. Everybody do the table. Um, right, what are we looking for? I'm reading. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. It's going to come up with the new one, isn't it? I hope so, because that was great. Did you actually watch it? No. I didn't even bother. No, I didn't. I heard response and figured, oh, I'll, I'll skip it. I'll wait to watch Hairspray. Then ITV2 showed Hairspray once. I didn't watch it because they didn't tell us when it was on and mm. they never showed it again. It's like, oh, you bastards. Uh, right, I'll give you the initials. BB. Well, it's not Brian. It's not Bruce Boxleitner. Nope. Uh, Brian? Nope. Barry Bosworth. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. He pops up everywhere. Hallelujah. He was not the guy from Southern Towers. He was the other guy from Cougar Town. He keeps popping up everywhere. Yep, he has been in quite a bit. Yes, he's a real strong character actor for sitcoms. He He's a modern day Ted White. Ted Knight, actually. Who's Ted Knight? I was going to say Ted White. Which is apt. Ted Knight is the villain in Caddyshack. He's, I've not seen Ted Knight. I know you haven't. He's the perfect 80s... Oh, well, I own the country club, so I think I know what's best. Hello, everybody. I'm rich and white and more powerful than you. I'm the snob and you're the slobs. Oh, he was in Captain Caveman. Sorry, Cap- what? He was in, he he voiced characters in... In what? Captain Caveman. In what? Captain Caveman. In what? <laughs> Give it its full title. <laughs> Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Captain Caveman! <laughs> Come on. Come Mel on. Mel Blank. Mel Blank played Captain Caveman. We have gone far off from... Uh, Mel Blank, Boogie famous Nights. for his uh, work also... in Boogie Nights. <laughs> yes. Played... What's up, Duck? Stabs the girl with a Barney carrot and vagina, you know. I'm going to lick your daffy duck. That's all, folks. We didn't get the cum shot. Well, <laughs> you know. But he can do it again. Looney Nights. Um, <laughs> Boogie Nights. Right, so... Uh, no, let's, let's stick on this for a while. Right, what what, what would you... Uh, Foghorn, Leghorn, and who would you team him up with? I've just got the uh, the walk the line. 
quite fortunately boy I keep my feathers numbered for just such an emergency that could work that could work in one of Foghorn Leghorn's films but I don't know now who... are Sylvester and Tweety tag team in grandma because <laughs> Tweety is known to be a man which is weird but he always seems like it's a girl but he yeah would they yeah okay right yeah you don't want to watch a Speedy Gonzalez film that's really disappointing it's a short <laughs> of course would Roadrunner and yeah, Wiley are they Wiley finally catches <laughs> the catches sounds really is, is this kind of like a rape fantasy situation yeah. oh yeah. that's that's not good that's older. oh that's vi- that's that's so videotape <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, wa- I want some Bugs Bunny dressing up as a woman proper storyline <laughs> film some proper you know 35 mil stuff here only if Brendan Fraser can come into it as well oh he's coming everywhere and you know who he's bringing his Michael father, Jordan. his father, <laughs> Timothy Dalton. <laughs> What's Timothy Dalton? His father? In that? He, yeah, he's Jesus. he's the secret secret super agent. My God. And of course, Joan Cusack was mother, <laughs> the uh, handler of the entire spy I haven't system. Seen that Jenna Elfman's in there, but I remember absolutely loving it when I went to see it. Steve Martin is crazy. Ron Perlman pops up. Ron Goldberg, star of uh, Hellboy, coming soon. No? Yes? If you've not seen Hellboy... Not seen either. Then yes, they have to come. Just like... Speaking of coming... Dirk Diggler. (laughs) So he is... Well, he was Eddie first. He's Eddie. Um, 17-year-old working in Louise Guzman. Maurice. His nightclub. Yeah. In Reseda. San Fernando Valley of 1977. 1977, not 1973. But you were close. I was close. By four years. Usually things happen in 73. Usually you get close. They call you Johnny Edges. (laughs) Well, I think I just... I go by the um, Life on Mars rule. Life on Mars. It's a good, awful sort of town. Yeah. Is that what it is? Small affair. Good, awful small affair. Small affair. Um, But who's it? But... Who's the affair to? I don't know. It's that girl with the melty hair, right? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And her daddy is told her to go. <laughs> but there's nowhere to be seen. For she's stuck in her drunken dream. I'm David Bowie and I'm just making this shit up. <laughs> He really did, didn't he? I just say um, what I see. But it's no, like catchphrase. <laughs> My name's Mr. Chips and it's probably shit. Let's use that one. That's a great take. Have you had his um his <laughs> laughing gnome song? Is it about Jason Statham and Damien Juliet? Have you heard his laughing, no. laughing gnome? Oh my god. Right, if you're listening, pause this and look up. Pause, but then continue <laughs> afterwards. Don't just stop and Yeah, fuck yeah, off. no, come back to us. Come look up the um, laughing gnome song. I'll have to show that to you. I think we should pause now and I should show you the song. We should. But as we're professionals, but, we shall not. Right, right. Um, so, we have this cracked. one take. Where we, no, we have the overture. We haven't even got to that. We've got the overture first. Oh, yeah, the overture. That was the, So, what? Was this in 70 mil before? Like, you know, did they do a road show? Like no. Tarantino did? No. No? No. No, this film was so maligned by New Line Cinema, they... Ended up putting out video in 4x3. And guess who was not happy about that? Burt Reynolds. And who, who who's the Burt Reynolds of the actual making of this movie? 
that would be? A young man. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman was was a young hotshot director <laughs> who got angry at the New Line guys and screamed at them for their treatment of it on home video, of mm. pan and scanning and putting it on that. And then... And they but, said, it's okay, we'll make it look like a drug overdose. And then Magnolia happened, and they're like, oh, no, you can do everything now. We're sorry. Don't shout at us again. <laughs> really? There's some fun facts about this one. So, Guess who did not want to be in this film? Mark Wahlberg? Nope. Mark Wahlberg gets to play a guy with a huge cock. Of course he's going to play <laughs> that role. That's true. That's true. Who wouldn't want who to, wouldn't be, want to in... be in this film? Whose agent signed him up for this film, and he quickly fired his agent? Uh, oh, would it be uh, William H Macy? Because mm. he seems to just like you know walk in, shoot his, shoot the characters that he's involved with, and fuck off. The answer is no. <laughs> Think of the other main player in the whole story. Oh, John C. Riley. Yes, John C. Riley hated Paul Thomas Anderson. They, really? never, they hate each other. Yeah, of course. No, Burt Reynolds. Oh. <laughs> How does that not? Burt Reynolds, who I believe, let's check the back of here. Best Supporting Actor nomination for an Academy Award for the same film. He fired his agent and then he got an Oscar nomination for the role. Wow. But he didn't win. No, he didn't win. Do you think if he'd won, he'd he'd have If he'd won, we would not have seen him be in... uh, What is it called? That awful thing. Hail to the King something. What is it called? That's the uh, Marvel short. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not in Hail to the King. The Dungeon Siege Tale with Jason Statham and Ron Perlman. The Uber Bowl movie. Oh, God, with Ray Liotta, where have... Burt Reynolds plays the king. I've not seen In the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. I've got it on DVD because it's a Jason Statham film. It's unwatchable, but the commentary is very hypnotic because Uwe Boll's voice is very comforting. It's ridiculous. It's very hypnotic. It's like Werner Herzog without the eccentricities. I got into a YouTube hole the other day. And I was watching. So we're talking about holes you get into, which is perfectly timed. Yeah. I, was, I was watching. I think it was called Rise of the Foot Soldier. Is that with Jesus um Christ, with Danny Dyer? Oh no, you're thinking of uh, Outcast, Out, Out, Outlaw. Ah, uh, that might be it. The but, Nick Love uh, film with Danny Dyer commentary. Yeah, yeah, him and yeah, Danny him Dyer and Nick Love. the director, and they yeah, they, it's just they, they say the horrible things that the critics did not yeah. like this film. But you know what else film critics didn't like at the time? Taxi Driver. <laughs> And look at that now. I think in yeah. 40 years, in a couple, couple of years' time, yeah. our yeah. film, our fucking film, our fucking film will be as fucking popular as fucking Taxi Driver. <laughs> Son, they're fucking budget cunts. Kids, kids, they don't want to watch stuff like The Godfather. They, I've spoken to them before and they just say, oh, I skipped to the gory bits. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was Fucking cunts. They're fucking cunts. My God, it was, I, I just want to watch that whole film with their commentary. I, I only watched Yeah, because you don't want to watch the actual film. No. I was tempted to go see it when it was out in the cinema. I was thinking, well, that trailer wasn't bad. But I've seen other bits of Nick Love work, and I shouldn't, so I didn't, <laughs> so I never did. Also, the one-star review from Empire kind of sealed the deal on that one. Mm. Yeah. But then they gave The Firm four stars. Not seen The Firm. Right. It's got a line of dialogue, which is, uh, you know, oh, do you want me to get your tampon, because you look like a cunt? <laughs> That's a good Nick line. Love. <laughs> Nick Love, everybody. He gives you the business. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Dirk Diggler is still Eddie at this point. We um, haven't even begun because we're still talking overtures. <laughs> right. Because this film is amazing. Dirk Diggler is a wash boy. Um, a 17 year old with 13 inches. Yep. 13 inches at 17. Mm. Well, I mean, um, probably at like 14. That's usually yeah. when it grows and shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's. um. Yeah, he's working in this club. Nightclub. And he, nightclub. Well, and any club. He meets 
can't remember his name. He but sat the in a corner. Guy, Paul Thomas Anderson. He's a, he's a little guy. He sat in a corner, right. eating his curds and whey. Jack Horner. Jack Horner. Dr. Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his curds and whey. Never, really? That's a popular that nursery before. rhyme. Yes. I was going to go for Little Bo Peep, but hey, hey. Well, you know, um, he's got plenty of sheep. <laughs> he is a cult leader. So, sorry, he's a cunt leader. Um, oh, come on. Come on. Some proper wordplay. This film's about, you know, sex. It is. It is about sex. But it's more. It's more than that. It's... Like, it is deep and dark and mysterious. Well, not mysterious, but like... Spotlight? <laughs> but it's it's really engrossing. It's it's not... It's never boring. Would you pay $5 to see it? Yeah. Would you pay, pay $10 to watch him jack off? <laughs> oh, I felt really bad for him at, towards the end when he... he asked two for hours 20. and 20 minutes in. He asked for 20 and he was like, I've only got 10. Wow, you're back to that. You can't even raise your rates. Can't even double your rates. You're you're multiple award winning for best cock, and you can't even get more money for it. It's the industry. It's the industry, man. It's dangerous. It's tough. You know? One day you could be making a lot of money being an Academy Award winning actor. Suddenly you're making a terrible set of director DVD movies, and suddenly you're cast in Peaky Blinders. You know? That's what happens. It's the Adrian Brody. Samuel. Oh, Adrian Adrian Bodie's not in season four, series four. Peaky Blinders is he? got announced as cast last week. Mm. Hello, everybody. Call Blimey. <laughs> I'm just as English as Londoners. Who was it? Samuel L. Jackson wants to be in that, doesn't he? He wants to be in everything. Yeah. He'll say he wants to be in everything because that got him cast. He said he wanted to be in Star Wars. He got cast in Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. He went on TJ Friday and said, I want to be a Jedi. And he got cast as Mace Windu. If, so if he keeps saying it, he it seems what, that he'll so get George to George Lucas was watching TGI Friday. It got to him. Because Samuel L. Jackson said he wanted to be in a film. And Samuel L. Jackson is a huge star. Mm. And that's how it works. So he, he, he learned his lesson from there, so he'll say anything. You know, if it, if it means money, yeah, I can be Christian Grey's brother. <laughs> that would pay to see. That would be... Pff, how much? Five dollars to watch? Ten dollars to... Get him to it. <laughs> I'm gonna spank something, he says. Um, then he whips out a lightsaber. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna 50 say. Um, of purple. <laughs> spoiling the end now. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say that Boogie Nights is sort of a an anthology, but it's not an anthology. It's it's, a, it's, it's an, an ensemble, ensemble ensemble piece. Yeah, the ensemble. Um, because you know this is the era of Paul Thomas Anderson doing ensemble pieces. So you're just following these different sort of characters. Six I mean, years in the lives of these characters. Yeah, and the Dirk Diggler is the main character, but even then he's not that much of a. Well, he is, I guess. He is. But... He's huge. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> One issue I had with it was uh, your man. What's his name? Billy Mace. Lil Bill. Yeah, yeah. Lil Bill. His plotline. His plotline gets cut short. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. I was hope. I was waiting for him to come back in some in some form. I don't know how. Well, he kind of does, but I don't know how he could come back. Well, I just thought in jail or something. I don't. Because you don't know what happened. Yeah, to him. you do. What happened to him? Oh, yeah. Shall we say? What are you fucking sorry. talking about? You even went, oh shit, as sorry. it happened. Yeah, sorry. You, you really had a Why visual reaction. Why was I waiting for him to come back? 
Oh, no, People have come back from worse. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Sherlock came back. Right? Jesus and Sherlock. <laughs> Jesus and Sherlock. <laughs> what it makes me see is Jesus meets Sherlock. Because <laughs> he's figured out what happened. Why not? And he's forgiven the sins of people. I did, and yeah. cured them of their sinful disease of nymphomania. Oh, like yeah, as well. And, and then even towards the end, I was like... Never found out what happened to that guy. Did you? <laughs> I think. I think my. Just wanted in the montage to just have like a you know, a, a shot of a graveyard. <laughs> no, I just wanted blood spattered to still be on the wall. Yeah, and then oh yeah, of course that's what happened to him. <laughs> I think my brain just sort of ignored you know the tragedy. The tragedy of the three scenes of Bill Macy. Poor guy. Wonderful. Every time he bumps into his wife, someone else is bumping into her already. No, hey. no, there's one scene where he's with his wife and no one's having sex with his wife really? at that point. Yeah. At the uh, second annual adult film awards oh. around the table, <laughs> he's sitting there, his wife's sitting next to him. But you don't see what's happening. And Mark, yeah, Dirk Dickler does not, you know, he, he shakes Bill's hand, but he doesn't sh- even notice Bill's wife. He just walks past. She is nothing to him. Right. Because, you know, she's nothing. Yeah. Because he's on Bill's side, clearly. I thought it was going to be like, Boom. because she's been dead all this time. Oh my goodness, she's a ghost, <laughs> and they're fucking ghosts. And that's why everyone's gathering around to watch, because they're like, why has this guy got a hard-on in the middle of a car park <laughs> and just thrusting? This is weird. Should we watch? I mean, this is a porn <laughs> house, so I guess we have to. This just brings... Night Welcome to Porn House. Other level. On TBS. Because it makes sense for them to be watching that. Yeah. And, like, none of them are saying anything. They're just speechless by what's going on. I like that idea. Ghost fuckers. Um, Starring William H. Macy. So, yeah, I think it maybe, right, he, had, he, he could have had more to do. And William Murray. <laughs> Get all the Williams together and the Bills to make a ghost fucker movie. Heather Graham is cast as Roller Girl. Roller Girl. No name. Although we get a hint, maybe she was called something else before, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think she was? Doesn't matter. Well, she, of course she wasn't born roller girl. No, she no, didn't no. come out of the womb with gates. I mean, do you think that uh, it was her? Like, you know, when that... Yes, of course it was. Yeah? Of course it was. I don't know. You could read them in both ways. No, you can read in her face. The immediate, oh shit, uh, I'm on camera. <laughs> Happiness. Heather Graham's not as good an actress as you give her credit to. <laughs> Have okay? you seen her in the Foxy Bingo adverts? What? I am not even kidding. No, oh, I'm not even kidding. I like Heather. Now that I've got a TV license and shit, I no, watch live TV and not... it pops up and it's always oh, it's awful. It was bad enough when Harvey Keitel's doing adverts, Kevin Bacon doing still adverts. Still doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's, she's in the she's in the dressing room and she's got the Foxy uh, Fox head on. For Foxy Bingo. Oh, good, so she doesn't someone, show her face. Oh, and someone She's knocks just... on the door, and they go, oh, five minutes, and then she takes the head off, and you see it's her, and it's not her voice, it's a manly voice going, I'm dressed out on wax. And then, <laughs> I swear I'm to God. I'm sorry, she says, what? I'm just having the wax. Swear to God, daytime TV. There's more. There's there's one where she's she's talking to the director of the uh, Foxy Bingo ads, Paul Thomas Anderson. and she's and she's going on and on about like oh, I want the character to have a background and I want him to be you know this and that. And it's, it's like for a full solid week I was in denial. I don't know how I ended up in Egypt, but <laughs> hey, um, 
No, no, I was I was fully in denial. It's women. Um, but I had to look it up, and it was, yeah, Heather Graham. Heather is Graham's the... doing adverts. Vern Troy is doing adverts. Vern Troy. Has Seth Green's done adverts? He must have. Seth Green. Um, Probably, kind of... right? He must have. Who else? Who else from Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, will sell their soul? <laughs> well, we see Rob Robert Wagner popping up. Who said Robert Wagner play? He was number two. Oh wow! Was that? Science? What else was he in? Um, he was in the possible murder of Natalie Wood. Nope. No, that's not a movie. That's a real life thing. A what? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you know, sounds Natalie, like a good Natalie movie. Wood fell off a boat and drowned. Mm. And you know, fell off a boat, was pushed by Robert Wagner and a couple of other people. We don't know. I'm not saying anything legally, but you know, there's always suspicions. <laughs> when he did it, did he? If he did it, do you think he was there, like <laughs> OJ? <laughs> by the way, <laughs> if he did it, <laughs> if he did it. Apparently, OJ's getting a reality show if he gets out of prison this year. He's never getting out of prison, but he could, couldn't he? Isn't as this is the year that he can? Well, if it is, he's going to get shot. Do you think? Yeah. And then write, the guy who shot him will write a book saying, if I did it. No, I'm not saying I did it, but I definitely did it, because fuck that guy. And that guy will be George Kennedy and Leslie Nielsen from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> because he's ruined the Naked Gun legacy. And they're like, no, this is our legacy. We built this. We were on the TV show and stuff, you know? Oh, George Kennedy wasn't really It'd be himself. interesting to see OJ come out. I'm not gay, but if I was, yeah. here's how I fuck guys. Here's how I would get fucked in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wasn't gay when you went in. You almost decapitated a woman. Yeah. Think about that. Decapitated? What? Yeah. When? When he killed his ex-wife. How did he almost decapitate? Because he was really that knife went really through that throat. Really? Have you not seen the seven-hour documentary? No, I've there only seen some the crime um... scene photos, which are graphic. Mm. I've only seen the... You see bone. Wow. You see bone. Speaking of bones. Um, no, but I've only seen the um, the TV show. The... the terribly dull, awfully overdone. I liked it. But here's Sarah the thing. Paulson is everything show. Which yeah. is like, oh, I don't like Sarah Paulson anymore. Here's the thing. I was watching that week by week, Lucy 2, and it got to the penultimate episode. Don't say you were expecting him to get to get killed or whatever. It got to the penultimate episode. I watched the penultimate episode and I didn't know. You didn't I swear know. to God, I didn't know until like a few days before I watched the final episode. I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned it. I was like, for fuck's sake. So you didn't know that OJ, like characters in this film, got off. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's go back to the film. Sorry. Go back to the film. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, got, we've covered we've, no ground. We've covered no ground. We don't talk about re um, child. <laughs> yeah, I... Holding the nunchucks there. <laughs> his first, you know, his first scene with Dirk Diggler. What does he say? I can't remember. You know, well, what does? You know, do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Oh you know, yeah, I look like Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo, and I said he looked Early like on, Harrison Ford. By accident, you said he looked like Harrison Ford. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to do this image, and it's not from the film, but keep going. <laughs> Is it ten dollars? <laughs> Like, um, ah, perfection. I didn't write too much. I wise. write some quotes. Do you want me to read some of the quotes I wrote? Yeah, you write, you read your quotes. 
I've got a feeling there's something around. Oh, sorry. I can't even read my handwriting. I'll read mine. Can you read yours? Um, <laughs> well, I put 1977. That's when it's set. I've got it. Uh, opening, go- opening club scene reminded me of Goodfellas. Yes. Yeah. One long take for the most part. Yeah. Was, it before, was this before Goodfellas? No. No, this was, no, this was 1990. This is 1996 or 1997. Um, I've got a feeling there's something golden in those jeans just waiting to get out. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. First se- lines of dialogue. You know, his opening sequence. To introduce this character, he fired his agent. <laughs> Everyone was blessed with one special thing. <laughs> Dirk Diggler to his mother. <laughs> yeah. Who is his mother? His mother looks familiar. I'm quite sure. I don't know. Mm. Don Cheadle likes country music. Mm-hmm. Quite proud of that. I was quite happy with that. It reminded me of another film in which a character likes country music. Country Strong. No, no, no. Another another character in a film who who admitted he liked country music or sat around a fire. Admitted it like it was some sort of mistake. Work hard. Hard. Do you remember when they put the fucking um, Ring of Fire? Awful Ring of Fire version in Power Rangers. Twice. I would have liked them to have put Walk walk Hard in there instead. An awful cover of Walk Hard. If only. Walk Hard! Grime. Grime style. <laughs> Only a French and someone does do it. Mm-hmm. Here's three different words, uh, phrases that Burt Reynolds says throughout this film, which is kind of strange. Instead of saying shit, he says doggy doo doo. What? Yeah, a couple of times. Right. Uh, American green, in place of money. Being okay. poetic, and again, being poetic, when you're squirting out your joy juice. Yeah, yeah, he said that quite a lot. Yes. Joy Juice. Joy Juice. <laughs> By the way, have you seen Joy Juice starring Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> she gets a bunch of mops and then squeezes them into a smoothie and then feeds it to Bradley Cooper and says, there you go. There's your Joy Juice. There's your Joy Juice. And then he eats it and he thinks it's her vaginal juice. The only other <laughs> the only other note I, I made, and it's the most important thing in the film, is... um. Uh, our, one of our favourite actors Philip Seymour Hoffman comes Not onto the screen say. Um, and bow 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 perfect I do believe I in believe miracles I do where is he from? <laughs> him sexy thing him sexy thing him <sighs> with that tight shirt showing some yeah. underbelly He's damn good in this film. He's, wonder- he's always damn wonderful. He could pop up in a Long Came Polly and be great, you know? Was he in the movie? Yes, he was. Was he? He was the comedic side character for Ben Stiller in a Long Came Polly. Mm. I remember watching it going, oh, Jack Black wasn't available when I first watched it. Mm. I didn't know Philip Seymour Hoffman at that point because I was 13. Right. But I knew Jack Black and that it was clearly he was trying to do a Jack Black-style performance. It was quite over mm. the top. It was very strange for Philip Seymour Hoffman, but bless him. I still haven't seen Capote. It's not as good as Infamous. No? No. I think even and I think Toby Jones is actually the better performer of the role mm. as well. I'll say that. I think Infamous is a great film and Capote is quite crappy. And Bennett Miller has uh, a lack of passion and emotion to characters. He likes to tell stories and make it very cold, which makes sense. But 
Are they based? Are they based on exactly the yes, same? Yes, they're based on the te- in, the, in like, the, the story only of good making thing he wrote, really, wasn't it? People love Breakfast at Tiffany's, and I do too. Well, yeah, but that because was like I'm a, a big short... fan of Howie Go Rowie. Oh, we will never give in. We fight for Asian, proper Asian representation in the Great Wall. <laughs> That was missing was Matt Damon should have walked up. Is that still up. your favourite film of the year? It's not my favourite film of the year, my favourite studio blockbuster. Right. So far. Right, yeah. And yeah, after this month of terrible blockbusters, it's still the best. What, even after Power Rangers? Even after Power Rangers. Which did not have enough Asian representation in the guise of someone just coming in and saying, Oh, Hori Gorairi! <laughs> That's all it needs to be, is a character coming in, buck-toothed and slanty-eyed. <laughs> and being just like, what the fuck are we doing? You fucking racist. <laughs> um, Speaking of fucking racist. <laughs> who's the fucking this film that's racist? No, no, not oh, the one gets fucked in the film who's racist, but you know, the stereo manager who wants Don Cheadle to be black when yeah. he wants to be a cowboy baby. Yeah. What's wrong with liking country music? Oh, well, what a is lot wrong? of things. Country huh? music is, you know, awful. How? No, what? How? Taylor Swift's the worst. I like Taylor Swift. Of course you do, because you like country music. <laughs> but that's not country music. No, it's country music. Taylor Swift, no. It comes from America. No. That's a country. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift is not country music. I've seen episodes of Nashville. I watched half of the actual be... film Nashville. Nashville would be country music. None of that is tolerable. Well, you know. None of it. I watched the first episode of Nashville. And I now, the, only country, the, the only country song I like is that song that Paul Dano sings in 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> and I love the fact that every time I watch it... 12 Years I... a Slave. You know, that was its original title, wasn't it? 13 Inches a Slave. 12 Years of Getting Whipped by Michael Fassbender. Indeed. Hi, I'm Paul Giamatti. I'm going to sell you. <laughs> I'm probably not going to make as much money as I could because I'm not a really charismatic seller. Oh. <laughs> I bet Thomas Hayden Church could have made millions off of slaves. Oh, oh you know who could make billions off of slaves? <laughs> Damien Lewis. Oh, I want to be Damien Lewis. Oh, I'm the rhino. It's my rhino growl. Oh. <laughs> oh. Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> oh, poor Jim the classic Paul Giamatti impression. <laughs> Authentic to the Perfect. max. I guess the listener loved it. I love doing it. I guess you could say that was a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Scotty, the sound guy. Yeah. He's a joy to watch. And that scene when he's... he's joy just... juice to watch. <laughs> when he's crying in his car... I just wanted to go out and give him a hug. You wanted to give him and a big kiss I on just, the lips. I love how he's not, you know, he's not a huge character. Well, I mean, he doesn't fit into his shirt. <laughs> or his jeans either at that point. I know. Oh, he goes in the shop and buys the same but stuff like, as everyone else. I just like seeing him in the back. He just keeps kept popping up. Like, <laughs> suddenly he's at the birth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, filming, filming, deep in. <laughs> And it's nice He's the sound guy, not the camera guy. It's nice it? to see the progression from sound guy to camera guy. Yeah. You know? Two guys who's wandering around the table saying it's not a good idea to do what Thomas Jane wants to do. By the way, Thomas Jane's in this film. Thomas Jane Thomas is... Jane is Todd, the stripper who... Oh, who takes over... Who takes over the whole 
No, the two takes over the whole guise of the third act and the Alfred Molina sequence. Oh. Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, what's his connection to peak penises? Was he in The Overnight? Oh, no, that's Adam Scott. And oh, right. Jason Schwartzman. Well, I thought maybe he turned up in some. No, but it's only four no. actors, isn't it? No, I don't know. What is his role? The t- the TV show HBO's Hung, <laughs> in which he plays a divorced father who goes into prostitution because his penis is quite large. And that's what leads into a Serbian film. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, the remake of a Serbian film, in America. No, no, American no, because the the TV show's a prequel to it. Yeah. And then a Serbian film is him coming back for one last job. Yes. And then after that... For $10. He, then after that hits, that's what happens. That's why the Mutant Chronicles exists. <laughs> Wonderful film, the Mutant Chronicles. The Mutant Chronicles. Is that just your I idea of what X-Men cinema. What the hell is the Mutant Chronicles? It is a terrible film shot on a soundstage, I would assume, in Budapest, which was all painted blue so they could digitally insert anything they wanted in the background. And it's Tom Jane and I believe Ron Perlman, because he'll pop up in anything. Right. And a bunch of CGI creatures they have to fight. I believe it was from the producer of Underworld was how they sold it. Mm. I think that might have also been the one that was also from the producer of The Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, we've got, got some gravitas here. No, I kind of, I was one of the five guys who did that. <laughs> from one of the five guys who brought you. <laughs> it's awful. It was during that 2008 period where it's like, well, we've got some computer graphics to spare, so we'll put that into this movie. Do you want to have a script? Nah. We'll shoot it in five days. Do you know what I Don't find? Come I find strange is the Stranger um, things. <laughs> always yeah. um, no when uh, like I think they've done it with Guardians of the Galaxy Ugh. and maybe Spider-Man Homecoming but in the trailers and the posters and whatnot it will say from the producers of Iron Man or you know yeah. from the produ- producers of and then insert Marvel Cinematic Universe film here it's like rather than Pixar's from the studio you... that brought you yeah which is what you should be doing and they want to make sure that everyone knows Feige's the Geige but like how dumb do you have to be? I guess people still walk out before the end of the credits. So, Yeah, people walk out before the end of the credits of a trailer, so they want to get the trailer. No, before the end, like, you know, if you're dumb <laughs> enough to walk out before the end of the credits. If you're dumb yeah. enough to go and see a Marvel movie at this point, anyway. Hey, hey now. You're, you're a rock, a rock star. star. Get the show you like Doctor paid. Strange? Yes, that was an accident. <laughs> you didn't mean to. No, they didn't make it, they mean to make a good film. They accidentally made a good film. I know this because I tried to watch Ant-Man again the other day. Oh, boy. What a mm. nothing movie that is. Yeah. What I a disappointment. So. But still, you liked a, a recent... I liked a recent one. Recent. I, I, I liked one film in Phase 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good run. Yeah. I liked one film in Phase 2. You're going to go see Thor, right? Probably, because I've got Taika Love. Yeah. Even after his terrible last film. Yeah, which terrible. everyone else seems to love. Everyone thinks it's the best film of last year. Everyone, you know, missed out on adult life skills and Sing Street. Sing Street. Adult Life Skills is finally coming to Blu-ray in a couple of weeks' time. Ooh, we'll do an episode up. eventually. It's on Amazon. It's on, yeah, no, it's been on available in, in digital for ages. Yeah. But they finally got a physical release, and I'm finally going to get my physical I, release. I bought... <laughs> Thank you. Ages ago, well, about a month ago now, I bought... Um, that month ago? Yeah. February. Um, Lego yeah. Bat month ago. <laughs> um, I bought... Um, By the way, let's start Bat month. <laughs> a month of appreciation month of bats. Batman, Batgirl... There was something you had Batman. up there. Oh, Nathan for you? Nathan for you, sure. Because I thought it said Batman for you. I'm like, what? 
Oh my god! Bruce Wayne plays Batman. He's a billionaire who goes into businesses and gives them terrible ideas to try and help their businesses, and then says, "No, but I don't care because I'm a billionaire. So fuck you." What a great idea for a concept for a funny or dice game. For you, but um, it's a wonderful show. Last month, I bought Christine. Christine Brinkley. No, no, Christine. Star of Mamma Mia, a musical. I need to see Mamma Mia. No. It's on Netflix now. I've been avoiding it. Oh, for well, years. let's watch that next. Yeah. Musical um, after musical, guys. Musical after musical. Fucking no, Mamma no, Mia. I no, bought, I bought Christine like, to own I've on Amazon that. Prime, and I've still it. not watched it. I will watch it eventually when it gets to Netflix, because usually these films that go on VOD suddenly wind up on Netflix two months later, and I was like, oh, well, I almost paid for that, so thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, start, I'll probably watch it when it's on Netflix and yeah. I haven't already paid. Ten quid for Ten it. Ten quid. Yeah. Go HD. Yeah, of course. Oh, fair enough. I mean, good for you. Had to. Good for you supporting the you know, VOD services. Yeah. As a member of the Vodzilla writing team. I would get the um, the Love Witch on VOD, but I want to I want to own it in person. I could have bought that for you yesterday. I know. Well, I'll get it at some point. What's your favourite song from the B52s? Mine's Love Witch. <laughs> Love Witch, baby. <laughs> When you're going downtown to the witching well, you've got a love witch. Love witch, baby. Love witch, baby. That's my French night. It's not the best impression. It's more of the feeling of rather than a voice impression. Is that the one that the guys... There's a love witch in the middle of the night when we can get together. Yeah. Love witch, baby. (laughs) Everybody's going down to the witching well. <laughs> what a hocus and a pocus. <laughs> How does the actual song go now? I'm trying to remember what the actual song is. Love Witch, baby! <laughs> It'll always be Love Witch. It'll always be Love Witch. Or Glove Slap if you're a Simpsons fan like me who can't get that out of your head. Glove That's Slap, baby. I would love to just like binge the entire 20... 20- Million seasons. seasons. Yeah, well, we should go to America one day when they do that because sometimes you get on FXX, they would just go and say, Right, it's a holiday weekend, slash, <laughs> so we'll start from season one, and in three weeks' time, the marathon will be over. Jesus. It was three weeks of Simpsons non stop. No repeat guarantee. <laughs> it's insane. I would love to do that because there's episodes in the middle of like seasons, uh, seasons 18, 19. 21, 22, 25, 27, and 28, I've only seen once. Mainly Have you seen every episode once? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. my God, yeah. yeah. And I own, you know, a bunch, every episode available. Yeah. Which is, you know, seasons 1 through 17, plus season 20. What, so they didn't release season 18? Eight, they stopped at season 17, they said, okay, right, that's it. We'll do, keep doing the commentaries and do that for the app we have. Right. But we'll never release another physical media version. Is the app available not in the UK? And only right. in the US. Oh, of course. Because that makes it like, oh, fans around the world get fucked. But they released season 20, especially on Blu-ray, because it was the first season that went in HD. It was like, well, we're going to celebrate the anniversary. Right. 20 seasons. We'll release that on Blu-ray so you can see what it looks like in high def- full high definition. But only half the season was high def. The first half was still standard def. Mm. Which is fine. You get one disc yeah. of high def and one disc of that. The only problem is, they then had a an hour-long Morgan Spurlock documentary on The Simpsons, oh. looking back at its legacy. On the Blu-ray, which came out after the aired, it has a minute advert for that. You can't get that anywhere else. It's a great documentary. I loved it. Yeah. But you would think, well, you put that on the thing as well. Because if you're not going to have any extras or commentaries at this point, yeah. it's a vanilla disc, at least put that on. No, have a minute. 
Here's a minute. How does Melvin Spurlock approach the doc? Does he paint himself yellow for a month? Or? No, he gets his skin treatment properly. <laughs> and he gets slanty <laughs> eyes, he gets buck teeth. <laughs> and he goes around claiming he's he's mellow yellow. <laughs> and then starts going, how we go right way? And it becomes really awkward. <laughs> because Mickey really was once on The Simpsons, so it counts. Boogie Nights. Jimmy Jellicush. Jimmy Jellicush. Oh, um, sorry, we're talking about a film. Yeah, we're basically talking about a film. <laughs> That's the great thing about good cinema, is it leads yeah. to so many other things. Yeah, it does. It like does. how young Mark Warburg looks, how innocent and sweet he looks. How yeah, could... how old was he in this? I think he was like 22, maybe, 21, 22. This wasn't his first film, was it? It must have been, it was certainly one of his first. I think it might be Imagine being an actor and having your first film, right, we want you to play a guy with 13-inch cock. Cool, because I'm already a pop star. Was One. he already pop? Was he a pop star? He was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh Jesus! Good vibrations. Jeff, have you ever seen the? Um, <laughs> have you seen the uh, the Conan um, skits where they're? Talking I certainly about have seen Conan the Librarian in UHF. Where they're talking Weird about plays, um, Conan. TV that's currently out, and one of the audience members are going <laughs> starts going oh. Um, you're not talking about the, the greatest TV show ever. And he's dressed all in uh, Game of Thrones gear. Right. And he keeps going like, oh, you know, it's a battle of wits and, you know, about uh, um, with fire and all this. And he does this whole explanation and Conan's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones is good. And he's like, no, I'm talking about Wahlburgers. It's disappointing. <laughs> it's you said fun. fire, you said matter of wits. I figured it'd be really obscure. And they go, no, I'm talking about Holt and Catchfire. <laughs> Holt and Catchfire, a great TV show. Never heard of it. Right, well, Scoot McNary... From Monsters. Right. And, you know, he's the guy who explodes in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember? Right? Ben Mendelsohn's friend in many films. I've still not seen... Don't. The extended version of... Well, Batman v we're going to watch Mamma Mia followed by the extended cut in 4K of Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, you've got... Cause if I've... only I had a 4K Blu-ray player. I've right? got one. And a 4K TV. I've got one. Hold on, wait. You can't use... No. No. <laughs> no. What? What? What cable do you need? Like a HDMI is what you need. A specific HD. kind of HDMI. Is it? Oh, it should be a 4K MI. Because if, if a HDMI is for high def. Mark Wahlberg at this point had already blinded a Asian guy. What? Sorry. So that's that's what happened. He he had a pop career and he'd already punched a guy, an Asian guy, in the eye for being Asian. Of course. And blinded him. So, you know, and then at this point, no, no, I'm just acting. Yeah, he, he blinded Mickey Rooney. Because, <laughs> we, we, look, we mustn't forget that Mark Wahlberg is a cunt. Is he? He's great, but he's also a cunt. He fucking blinded a guy because he's racist. Yeah. Back in the Boston days, because he grew up in Boston, he's racist. Did and he, he literally, he, he blinded him. Did he make him eat the curb? That is not a Boston thing, that's a Los Angeles thing. Oh, is it? I didn't know they had different, like... <laughs> like if you're in if you're in Los Angeles and if you're trying... in Boston you if... blind an Asian guy so... if you're in Los Angeles you curb stomp a black guy so if you're in Los Angeles and you try and, and blind I've been to Los Angeles and you, and you try and blind an and Asian I have tried to blind an Asian they guy stop you they stop and they you go, no, no, and no, they no, point no. over to the black guy here's the black, guy. Go, here's the black guy you're this to is curb what stop. we do over here you keep that shit in Boston <laughs> yeah and they they show you with one, and they go, "Here's another black guy for you to do." Like, oh, great! Racism's fun everywhere. This has been such. And a then you know what you say podcast. to that? What you say? Get out. <laughs> <sighs> no, but yeah, never forget when you're watching this, and he's like, "Oh, he's young. He's cute. He's young. He's young. Oh, he's fresh faced. He blinded an Asian guy." Oh, with his thirty inch cock. <laughs> 
Who am I? <laughs> who is the guy that looks like him? There's Mark Wahlberg. John Cena. And there's no. John Cena looks an awful lot like Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon. Oh, so is Mark Wahlberg the one that it, Entourage is? Yes. Based on it is. Yes. All right. If you think of Donnie Wahlberg from Who's New Kids on the Block, is Donnie Wahlberg a brother of his? He doesn't like to say it publicly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, because he won't flip the fucking burgers. Exactly. He he's too good for it. He claims you're dead to me if you don't flip the burgers. Yes, exactly. But Donnie claims he's got a legitimate career in film and TV. He was in the Sixth Sense. Yeah, but so was M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, and he's had a huge career. Oh well, not acting wise. He played the Hooters guy. The Hooters guy. And Split. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. He... He didn't play Hooters. Was he a Hooters guy? It was Hooters, wasn't it? He was just an editor. No, but it was yeah. But he was talking about who it was. It was Jai Hooters guy. Oh, or whatever. Henry credits. It's specifically he specifically got that out there. <laughs> In his own film, he wanted to make sure everyone knows where his choice of chain restaurant is. He ain't no Arby's fella. He ain't no Denny's. There's no Wendy's. It's Hooters. Imagine how much he would have gotten paid if he was a... Uh, Krispy Kreme guy. Krispy Kreme guy. <laughs> if he was, as to quote Colin Salmon in an upcoming movie we'll do one day, a Krispy Kreme motherfucker. <laughs> That's a quote from a Marvel Gold movie. <laughs> oh. Mm. A Marvel movie. A Marvel movie in which oh, Colin yeah. Salmon says Krispy Kreme motherfucker. What could it be? Avengers. It's strange. Yeah, I mean, it was great to have him in. It's like a split second, and if you if you... If you, blinked, if you blinked your ears, you would have missed the voice. If you if you blinked, was, you would have he would have flipped back to Samuel L. Jackson like that. It was but actually like, it was Jarvis's brother, <laughs> Gervais, brother from another mother. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> come on, Tony, let's do this. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I've never heard you with Gervais. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the audience. <laughs> now do the dead baby joke. No? That was censored. That was censored. Sorry. Yeah, I did it. It was real great. Wasn't it? It You've was. You've got to admit, but I... Yeah, no, I'll probably edit that out. Oh, God. It doesn't <laughs> exist. That's another Gervais joke. Ha, <laughs> 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 Oh, we've barely spoke. It's it's a great film. That's, I don't want. I don't know what to say specifically about it. Help me out here. You love it. I you? love it. Yeah. So finally, we found a Paul Thomas Anderson film for you. Well, you haven't asked me the question. Yet. No, I'm just asking. This little I piece. Did love of it. Cool. Right. Yeah. Are you mad for this movie? Or are you mad that you watch this movie? Are you movie mad? No. To all of that. Oh, who knows? No, I'm, I'm moving mad. I'm definitely moving mad for this movie. It's one I could put on on a lovely, lazy Sunday afternoon. So, if I'm too lazy to get the laptop torch born, I can just Boom. slap this on. And watch the first porn sequence he shoots. What do they do? Well, do you remember that? It's with Julianne Moore. Yeah, well, what happens to the camera? What do we watch? Well, they have to switch the camera. But what do we watch instead of well, as soon as they start actually physically fornicating where does, what does what does our perspective go to it's one of my favourite parts of that film oh yeah it goes to the lens and goes where it goes to the lens and it zooms and out we, yeah but then what else what's the next shot after that is it 
Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. No? No, no. No? That's when he gets his dick out. No, it becomes camera porn. He goes inside the camera and looks at all the loving ways that a, th- a, a film camera works, the whirs and the oh yeah, and things like yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I remember that actually. Because I was, I was thinking it was oh we've we've switched to the screening of it, like mm. their their test screening, right. and, it, and then yeah, it kind of comes out and it's like oh okay, that was that was see? pretty sexy. See, it's yeah. like the complete difference, but at the same time the same thing. It's like an artist at work. It's an auteur mm. film. It's a man who knows what he's doing. Yeah. Would you, if you made a, f- if your second film was as smutty as this, would you be happy to direct it to your father? To d- direct, dedicate it to your father. He's dead, so I should probably put a dedication on this film. This is the film. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be happy for the family to go around and watch a tribute screening. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Is that what happens when it's dedicated to? I would assume they would probably good. say, "Well, you know what? You should probably come around and watch this." He's got his name at the end. Also, I made it, guys. <laughs> and if you love me as part of the family, which I'd assume you do as well, also oh, you come, don't? come with me. Right, you're going to get your money. All right, well, I'm going to dedicate the next one to me burning you all alive. <laughs> Buggy you. <laughs> Poor Thomas Anderson there. <laughs> he so popped in the, to do his accent. Who were the two people it was dedicated? One was his father. One was his father. And one was the colonel. The colonel? The colonel in the film. Oh. Didn't know he died. No. You do at the end because it's dedicated to him. Yeah. Because he does not make it out of prison alive. Because he's a pedophile. He just loves Spot them that. when they're so young and innocent. He doesn't touch them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, everything. Philip Baker Hall. What just coming we... in, doing his thing. I've, this film. It is. It's, it's, yeah. it's got so much going on. It's definitely still book worthy. Sure. I wouldn't yeah. have got a still book because I've got the... Blu-ray when it was out in America and mm. Canada because they decided not to release it for years over here. Um, I was going to say, what, what did say? what? What are we watching next week? Next week, yeah, we're going to watch something set in a little earlier time period. It's Ring of Fire again, isn't it? Let's just say Sean Connery and uh... Highlander. Oh, shit, <laughs> why would you ruin it? <laughs> no, I was going to say Sean Connery may or may not be in this film. Oh, well that narrows it down. And also, Christopher Lambert may or may not be in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Queen may or may not provide the soundtrack. Oh, if only. No, no. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but maybe you should have a drink beforehand because we're not going to be drinking throughout. I can't even remember what we've got on. I'm trying to... I've seen Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> you can't lock the milk away from me. Was it milk? No, it was water. Do not let yourself get addicted to water. <laughs> so don't, Believe I'm not, me, to... I'm the greatest of all. Everything I do, you'll be so sick and tired of winning. We're not allowed I'm to... a Morton Joe. <laughs> when I'm done, everyone will be like, oh, we've been winning too much. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed Grab to... her by the pussy. <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink. Mediocre. During the film. No. Is it Noah? Just see no. all that water. Uh, no. No, it's not. I'm going to have a drink because I'm thirsty now from doing the Morton Joe. <laughs> doing a Morton Joe, by the way, is one of Boogie Night's greatest achievements. Right. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. afterwards, but everyone else, yeah. drink beforehand. We're not drinking throughout. Drinking throughout. 
I prohibit him. Oh, I know what it is now. Now I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. You're probably ahead of Johnny. <laughs> but there you go. So we'll see you next week for... That thing that, that you do. Thing. Tom Hanks's <laughs> debut directorial <laughs> piece of work. That's a good yeah. Well, yeah, It's fine. It's a good musical. That's no Sing Street. No. And you know what isn't Sing Street? What isn't Sing Street? Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights Boogie is a different Nights. kind of great. It's a, yeah. You could easily mistake the two. I guess. You're a star. You're a big, bright, shining star. <laughs> Later. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Thank you.